Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. The Gospel for this weekend talks about the story of blind Bartimaeus. Now we all know this story. We've heard it many times. Now yes, it is a story about healing, but I would say it's a story about also conversion. And it's a story about us, about how we can grow in the spiritual life, how we can come to see and listen and then walk with Jesus as Jesus walks with us on the journey of life. Now, how does it begin? It says, as Jesus is leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd. Well, stop right there. We have to understand some history associated with Jericho. Jericho is a city that was notorious. It was referred to as Sin City. It would be likened to our Las Vegas. It was a place where you wanted to pass through. You don't want to stay there. It was a city that was associated with hatred and violence and very immoral behavior, prostitution and gambling and a lot of things. So it had a reputation and a bad one. But also look at the topography of Jericho. Jericho, its elevation is one of the lowest in the entire world. In fact, it's right next to the Dead Sea. But Jesus is there. He's at the lowest place of the world. And yet, where is he going? He's going to Jerusalem to be crucified. Now, Jerusalem is a city that's built on top of a mountain. So Jesus is at the lowest place in the world, and he's going to one of the highest places. Now, at the very beginning of the story, it sets the tone for us all. How this is a spiritually charged story. And this is what Jesus does. He goes into the very depths of our lowliness, and he raises us up. And see, this is what sin does. It drags us down, doesn't it? And yet, Jesus is there. He's at that condition in which we are at to do what? To raise us up. Raise us up always to him. And see, that's why we pray every day. We go to Mass every week. We engage in stewardship. We do all those things so that Jesus may come and raise us up to him. So that's the first thing that we can take from this story. Now, where is Bartimaeus? It says, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. Well, Bartimaeus, now, he sits at the walls of Sin City. Now, he's blind, which means what? He can't see. But spiritually speaking, he can see the presence of Christ in his life. And this, again, is what sin does. It gets us lost, disorientated, confused. Well, it has for Bartimaeus, in which we don't see the presence of Christ in our life. Now, there are other things other than sin that contribute to us not seeing the presence of God in our life. You know, maybe it's an unexpected diagnosis. Maybe we've hurt ourselves and we've said, you know, God, where were you in this car accident? And now I'm injured. 
Or maybe we're taking care of a parent that suffers from Alzheimer's or dementia, and it's very challenging for us. And we say, Lord, where are you in the midst of the struggle? Or maybe it's some challenge, whatever it is in life. And we say, Lord, where are you in this struggle? Well, sometimes it's hard to see the presence of Christ in our life. Sometimes we are like Bartimaeus. We are blind to see the presence of Christ in our life. And so immediately we can identify with him. Now, what's important is that Bartimaeus hears and he recognizes Jesus' voice. It says, Upon hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity upon me. That's good. That's very good. Bartimaeus, even though he can't see the presence of Christ, he hears and recognizes his voice. Jesus is constantly calling out after us every day of our life, in our prayers, at Mass, in the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. He's constantly calling out after us. Go to John's Gospel, where Jesus describes himself in many different ways. One way, he says he is the good shepherd. He says, I call my sheep. They hear my voice and they recognize it. Well, Bartimaeus does just that. Well, so do we. We hear the voice of Christ calling out to us every time we pray, we come to Mass, we engage stewardship. You know, in the midst of our sinfulness, God is constantly calling to us. And see, that's what's so important. We have to be able to listen through prayer, through the Mass, through the corporal and charitable works of mercy. We are able to listen. Now, next in the story, it says, Many rebuked him, telling him to be quiet. Now, the people were telling him to shut up. Now, in the spiritual life, we must expect opposition. That sometimes we're not going to be helped. Sometimes we're going to be challenged. Well, we have to recognize that we have to persist and overcome that. That's why it says, Bartimaeus, he kept calling out to Jesus all the more. Well, he was persistent, wasn't he? It means he had faith. He knew that Jesus and only Jesus could cure him of his blindness. You know, that's so true for us. You know, in the midst of our struggles, whether it's sin, we have to call out for Christ. You know, we have to recognize we can't cure our own sinfulness. Only Christ, only God can bring us out of our state of sinfulness. So we cry out to him. And we do that every time we begin the Mass. I don't know if you noticed it or not, but at the very beginning of the Mass, you know, we cry out, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. The Confidior, we recognize at the very beginning of Mass how much we need God, how much we need God to forgive us of our sinfulness, of our condition. And so like Bartimaeus, we gather for Mass and we cry out to him, Lord, have mercy upon us. But even beyond our sin, whatever challenge we are experiencing in our life, we should cry out to God, Lord, have mercy upon us. Please, Lord, help me through this challenge in our life. Regardless of what it is, recovering from an illness, recovering from an injury, maybe unemployment, maybe fear or depression, whatever it may be, we call out to God because we know that only God and God alone can save us, raise us up from that challenge. Now, the other thing we have to recognize is that when we call out to God, we realize that God helps us in the midst of our struggles. 
that he truly is there. Now, the people want to quiet Bartimaeus. We have to recognize, again, there is going to be opposition, but we must persevere, get through it. And yet, we have to realize, too, in our culture, our culture values self-help. If you go to Amazon and look for books, or if you go into any bookstore, there are myriads and myriads of shelves of books about self-help in which we can do things on our own. We can, you know, create our own companies, create our own careers. We can build our own houses. We can, you know, create our own gardens. Whatever it is, we can do it on our own. Our culture values self-help, the individual. In fact, it's to the point that it's embarrassing to ask for help. Well, not so for us in the spiritual life. In the spiritual life, the proper disposition is an attitude of begging, just like Bartimaeus. We must beg God. Beg God to help us, to relieve us of whatever challenge we are undergoing. Whether it's sin or whatever it is, we beg God to save us from it. Again, that's what we do at Mass. That's why we begin Mass by saying, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. We want God to enter in now to our condition immediately. Now notice the next thing it says, Jesus asks to see Bartimaeus. And then the people encourage Bartimaeus. It says, So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. Well, that's good. Now the crowd is helping Bartimaeus. They're helping him to get to Jesus. Well, that's what we do as a parish. As a faith community, we are like a team. We are all teammates within a parish, and we help each other for the express purpose of strengthening our faith as a faith community, and as individuals. So we must help each other. We pray for each other. We encourage each other. We motivate each other, just like they do for Bartimaeus. Now next in the story, it says, He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. That's an interesting detail. He threw aside his coat. Why? Well, what we have to understand in the ancient world, wardrobe, represented a person's social status, represented your identity. Great example is Matthew, the tax collector. Before his conversion, he always dressed in fine clothes with jewelry. Well, you knew that he was a person of wealth and influence. But if you were a poor person or a slave, you dressed in tattered rags. Everybody knew who you are. Well, by throwing aside his coat, basically he's throwing aside his old life his old lifestyle, his old values. St. John Chrysostom once said, when you encounter Christ, you're no longer going to be the same person. You're going to be a new and better person. And so Bartimaeus realizes that. He leaves his old ways behind by throwing back his cloak because he knows he's going to enter into a new life with Christ. And so he goes to Jesus. Jesus gives him that classic question, what do you want me to do for you? Now, that's a great question. We have to ask ourselves, if Jesus entered into our life, what would you ask for? What would you really ask him to do for you? You know, there's a great story of St. Thomas Aquinas. Thomas Aquinas spent many months writing his theological treatise on the Eucharist. He finally finished, and he wasn't really sure whether he did it enough justice. So he laid the transcript at the feet of the crucifix in his own chapel, and he prayed prayed that Jesus would judge it rightly. And then he was about to leave. 
And upon leaving his chapel, he heard a voice, and it was the voice of Christ. And it said, You've written well, Thomas. What do you want for your reward? And Thomas said, Nil nisi te, which is Latin for nothing but you. That's beautiful. Nothing but you. You know, I think we should all have that answer if Jesus asked that question of us. Nothing but you. There are many things we want in this world, but the greatest thing we want is relationship with Christ. That's what we truly want. And I think that's what Bartimaeus wants too, in each and every one of us. That's why we pray every day. We go to Mass every weekend. We do the corporal and spiritual works of mercy because there's one thing we want in its relationship with Jesus Christ. And so Bartimaeus tells Jesus he wants to see, but he wants to see with eyes of faith. He wants to truly see the presence of Christ in his life. He wants to see the world as Christ sees the world, everything connected to him. And so Jesus says to him, go on your way. Your faith has saved you. Well, what really is faith? Thomas Aquinas once said, faith is a belief that is beyond reason. Well, what is beyond reason? You know, believing in a God that strips himself of all of his majesty and glory and enters into our world born like us to save us? You know, what is beyond reason? That our God is a God that dies on the cross in order to give us eternal life? I don't know about you, but that for me is beyond reason. And therefore, it requires faith. And see, that's what Bartimaeus had. Now, at the very end of the story, it says, He received his sight and followed Jesus on the way. Well, that's great, isn't it? Now Bartimaeus can see the presence of Christ in his life because he always heard it too. And now he follows Jesus. Now he walks with Jesus on the journey of life. Well, so do we. We too see the presence of Christ in our life. We hear him calling out to us every day. And what do we do? We walk with Jesus on that journey of life each and every day of our life, just like Bartimaeus does. See, that's why this is such a powerful story for us all. Strongly encourage you, take some time this week, reread this gospel. This is a wonderful story about the spiritual life. How does it begin? With a blind beggar you know, sitting at the walls of Sin City. How does it end? With a man that clearly now sees the presence of Christ in his life, and he acts upon it. Now he walks with Jesus on the journey of life, and so do we. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.